1: inspiration is at the heart of <laughs> all creation.
0: Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. You're listening to the Extra Magic Hour brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Join the team in the studio as they bring you the spirit of Disney through park news, history, and tips and tricks to make your Disney Parks vacation even more magical.
2: Some imagination, huh?
3: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I love that intro. Hey, I was what? not ready for that. <laughs> I me mean, neither. Uh welcome to Extra Magic Hour. This is the Parks, Disney Park show for Walt's Apartment Live and everything under there. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Joey, and of course I'm joined by my awesome co-host Lewis and Sam, the podcast princess. Lou, Lou, Lou Mental. I don't know where that one came from. Lou dude. Mental. <laughs> well, I was thinking ele- I, I, I was thinking <laughs> elemental.
0: No, no, you had it right. Don't backtrack.
3: Bro <laughs> is mental. <laughs> he said Lou mental,
2: man. Better oh, than universal, but how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm, <Luna-versal>. feeling
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm feeling mental, man. I really am. <laughs> how are <laughs> oh, you doing, man. dude?
3: I'm uh, doing great. Been busy with work, busy with uh, Christmas shopping and holiday stuff, so. Uh, but we're almost there, so hope you know, everybody that Mental, is having a good holiday season.
0: Lou Mental actually is pretty dang accurate. If you've ever seen Undisputed, <laughs> and to know that Lewis comes up with those ideas, and he's like the guiding force behind that entire show,
3: Lou
1: Loco, <laughs> Lou Loco lo- lo- Lou,
3: <laughs> Loco Lou. And, and we got a special that- guest, lose mom no, I'm just kidding.
2: Whoa, whoa. This is my safe spot. Let me let me, let me
3: <laughs> We will
0: a not
2: be going voice.
3: live tonight.
0: <laughs> we will not be going live and we love having moms on the show. Um we are get, planning on doing something closer to Mother's Day with all of our moms that are willing to join. So I- we will we'll see how that goes but you'll have to check out our waltz apartment live shows for that and if you have no idea what we're talking about with moms being on the show go back into the feed or go watch our live videos on facebook or youtube because the past couple weeks we've had uh lou's mom on we've had sean's mom on we've had them on together uh it was a great time so go check those out but we're here to talk disney park news so let's get into it
3: Exactly. We got some fun stuff to talk about, but before we get to that, I uh, would just like to thank our awesome sponsors that we have for the Waltz Apartment, Extra Magic Hour, uh, Undisputed, all those shows, Marvel Tribe. I'm really looking forward to the upcoming Marvel Tribe with the recent news, but that'll be a different show. But we'd like to thank uh, Getaway Today, awesome travel company uh, that I think we've all used and or at some point and continue to use. Uh, We're in the park? Uh, awesome. Very cool friends and scavenger hunt uh, games when you're at all the Disney parks, universal and uh, many Fresh other
0: gardens. Parks. Yeah. Fresh
3: gardens. Yeah. So check them out. Uh, you, We love uh, Kevin, Amanda and Kim. everywhere in the park and of course, designer parks go uh, make some really cool park going bags, very comparable and more useful than some of the lounge flies, I think, but I can't say that because
0: for sure with hey. their hydration <laughs> packs. Amazing. Um, they have Velcro spots that like hold your ears. You can collect pins on your backpack without damaging the bag. Those are things that are not offered by LoungeFly. They have taken a lot of your Disney park needs and put them into one backpack that services all of those needs. So definitely check out Designer Park Co.
2: Definitely.
3: But let's get to some Disney parks news. Uh, Lou shared something on in our group uh, today that I heard about, but I didn't see any pictures. I was really excited. So,
2: uh, what do you got? So we have new uh, images from Broccoli Mountain. I mean Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I say that because oh man, I wish they would have had the boat. But I'm gonna leave it at that. The boat was needed to be there, but so they released uh, a couple photos. Um, I don't know exactly where the source is from right now, uh, but there are new uh, Imagineer photos of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, I'm believing that it's Walt Disney World. I don't think Disneyland, because Disneyland recently just showed photos of them actually sculpting out the hill now. So I think Disneyland is obviously still a couple months behind uh, Walt Disney World. But they are now working on lighting, working on the internals of Tiana's Bayou Adventure at Walt Disney World. And I got to say, the photos are really nice. I mean, it doesn't – it just seems like a very more humble version of Splash Mountain's – Inners, obviously without the, the trio, but looking at those photos, they're really nice. Now, the only thing that I've seen so far that I don't like, and I know there's mixed reviews out there on it, is I'm not a big fan of the tiara on the water tower. That part, only I feel like the way they portray Tiana in the, the, the film, she seems like she's not the princess type, that she's more down to earth, let's work, let's do what we got to do. I thought like the tiara is just a tad bit much for the design but the, the so far the photos we've seen I'm really intrigued by it and I'm I'm gonna come on the other side I, i'm I'm excited to see this attraction come to the surface
3: yeah I think with a um a lot of the images we've seen of Tiana whether they've been on uh just concept art or whatever but like you said yeah she looks like sleeves rolled up you know she's working and like like what her dad taught her so yeah that does be kind of weird that they has tiara on the uh water tower but you know you or the princess fans you i think you, i guess you got to get that for the you know the princess in the frog part but i think these photos uh i haven't seen it yet but it looks like uh there's like an abc logo so it might be from that uh 2020 special um that was on uh recently
2: maybe yeah
3: because uh, i'm sure that that was a perfect time to give it a little preview hopefully if anybody's seen it by the time uh this comes out let us know because because these are professional photos. These aren't just like leaked cell phone photos. So,
2: hmm But I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I wish the boat was there, though. I do. I wish that the tree on Chickapin Hill with the boat was there. I really liked that concept art, and that was really rad. Yeah.
0: Well, they can't give it all to you right away, Lou.
2: Well, it'll the, be there. The, the, new, no, the new concept arts show that that boat, that boat part has been axed. They They're took it right. out. Yeah. The, the 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 Imagineer model at D23, it's just a stump now. It's no longer the the boat. And that's I'm bummed about that because that was a really cool – I mean, even though it was a dead tree, uh, Chicken Pin Hill, when Splash Mountain was there, there was just something that gave it that spire that both Thunder Mountain, Matterhorn, Space Mountain, and the castle, it gave it the spire that it needed. And I feel like right now, it's, even though it's a small detail – It was a big detail that helped just draw your eye that way. So I wish they did, but I mean, overall. So essentially,
0: they took a weenie out.
2: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, a big big wet one. Yeah, it sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So as we giggle about that, but that is an Imagineering term. And weenies are the things that pull you from section of the park to section of the park. So. so, for example, the castle is a weenie. It directs your attention and then you've got, you know, everything in the next land, the like the center points of each land that draw your attention forward. So it sounds like essentially they took out a weenie for the ride. And do you think that they're going to have a replacement for that to draw people to it other than just right. saying, hey, here, here it is?
2: I think the water tower has become that.
3: Yeah, I agree. Just from the the model we saw D twenty three and that and and speaking of like the uh you know the everything the weenie and stuff uh, I was recently at a local store at uh, old uh, old Sacramento and at uh, uh stage nine which is known for a lot of Disney collectibles and everything but I saw this tree I was going to send it to you Lou uh, sorry for our audio listeners but somebody made a ornament and then they stuck a a doll like a log with a that's down. That,
2: that's awesome so very
3: cool.
2: But I think the water tower is the new the new weenie for that, and I I would not be surprised if we see more of the bayou instead of Critter Country start making its way into that land. Um, but I, I'm I'm I have a soft spot. Obviously, we've shared countless times for Splash Mountain, but I'm not gonna lie. This ride is if the music and the story plays as well as the movie, it's gonna be a solid attraction. I mean, ultimately, the the skeleton's still the same thing, so. Either way, you're still gonna get that splash. So, yeah. One of the, one it's, of these times, I'll, I'll ride it with Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones and I'll listen to the Splash <laughs> Mountain soundtrack through the beginning of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm worried about because I love the music for Princess and the Frog*, but being the fact that it's a, I guess you could call it a sequel to the the movie *The ride is because it's beyond like uh, what happens. But hopefully, they have some familiar songs. I know they have a like a new main song going on and stuff so but no i'm, I'm excited um like you said bittersweet i'm a big fan of uh, Splash fountain and song of the south and but yeah i mean what, what i've seen of, of the new attractor looks pretty good and i there's, know that there's definitely is
0: just- a nostalgia factor for those of us who um are big disney diehards but what do you got? Do you, do you think we're going to be able to get a new movie out of the expansion? Do you think that they're using it like so? Like we're getting the after story. Do they turn the after story into a movie?
2: Are we still getting the TV show? Is that still a.
0: I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything about the TV show.
2: I haven't heard any of the TV show since it was announced. If they do, I hope they do it the same way they did the first one. You do it 2D animation. You do that, but you take your time in the story because the key part of that story was obviously the flip of the story between a, a girl kissing Tr- a fraud, the prince coming true. So you really got to really put some thought into how do you go back down that adventure because you could go the...
0: I mean, they oh. did it. They did it really well with uh, Rapunzel when they gave her the Tangled animated series.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, if they go animated series, I think they, I think animated series would be better. Because then you have time to really introduce new characters, all that stuff. If they do a movie, I I really think that's going to be a hard one. And I really hope they stay away from, let's bring it into a live action.
0: Yeah. No, I think that the, uh, that the animated series is probably their best avenue to go. And it is going to draw in a younger audience, which is what Disney is trying to do right now. Because... Obviously, they're taking away the things that are vintage, things that, you know, brought us in. And that's okay because they are driving towards another audience. They're driving towards our children. And an animated princess series is definitely a way to target a younger audience and get them excited about being in the parks. Because yeah. honestly, there are a lot of kids who don't get excited to go to the parks.
3: Well, as long as they still. Keep a lot of that old, you know, keep a lot of the original stuff, uh, you know, the Snow Whites, the Pinocchios, Peter Pan's, because like, not yeah, you know, yeah, we, we got a, a new whole new generations. that want the new stuff, but, you know, can't also can't forget where we started.
0: Absolutely. Well, we need so. to keep our foundations and it's a Disney parents responsibility to introduce their children to those foundations yeah. and explain the value of how the Disney company changed media.
3: Yeah. Which I think they've done good so far because they're keeping the classics and fantasyland, then expanding like Tiana, New Orleans Square, and even if they do do a fantasy land expansion, they can build outside proper fantasy land
2: and stuff. See, and I'm I'm I have an unpopular opinion on that one. I think I think the fantasyland rides could change, but you have to really you could do a new take on a story. But you have to build it the same way as the Dark Ride. Build it with the don't, like Snow White when they remodeled it, I think has the beautiful blend of what you can do with modern tech while also doing older tech. I think you could bring some new Disney characters in there and change it, but you just have to take your time, let the Imagineers do what they're doing, and let them really brainstorm on it. I mean, and see what happens. I'm not afraid of them losing it, but don't touch it if you can't do it right.
0: So, one, doing it right is objective because they may think they're doing it right. And we look at his fans and we say, that's absolute shit. Why did you give us this? <laughs> but, two, so are you okay with them taking Snow White and having nothing to do with Snow White in that attraction or going Mr. Toad's like nothing, Mr. Toad, like, and just using the dark ride as like a blank canvas or are you saying like take snow white like they did and revamp it tell another story inside of it make it fresh but are or are you okay if they just completely do something different in that space
2: so for me that's a tough one because obviously i like all of the dark rides in in disneyland right now um but at the same time There are some movies that I think are not new ones. I'm not going like, say, Luca, Tony, Red, Soul, not those newer ones. But if you go, say, I mean, even at this point, I would be okay with like a Frozen, a Wreck-It Ralph, something that's maybe 10 years now where now it's Coco. I think Coco could be a good one. Something that's had some time to really marinate where they're not just, it doesn't look like they're jumping at the dollar. I mean, I would go – I mean, Encanto has a fun story, and I think that one could play really well to a dark ride. You know, you're on some type of vehicle that's powered by the candle and the door, and you're going through different sets, which is different rooms. So I think that they could do that, but I would say you use the dark ride as a blank canvas. Don't re- Some rides I think could be revamped. Snow White and Peter Pan are two that I think could be revamped and solidly done. Um, Mr. Toad's Rile Ride, I think it's a great ride. I don't think anything's wrong with it, but at the same time, I do see a lot of kids not knowing what that is, and honestly being scared of it. I don't think it's that scary. My kids don't think it's that scary, but it, for the majority, that one has the least amount of time, is, but also parallel of Pinocchio. Pinocchio has the least amount of wait time as well, and Pinocchio, it's a fun ride, but I mean it's dated it really is and a lot of a lot of even parents today don't show that movie because that movie wasn't popular even 20 years ago which is sad to say cuz it's a really good movie and it's one of Disney's better films but I think you build a new ride using the dark ride attraction Monsters Inc even a lot of people don't like it I think is a perfect example of doing a traditional dark ride with modern tech
3: yeah. And I personally, like, I'm going to back what, what I said. And, and, and I, I agree with a lot of your points, too. Keep it traditional dark rides. Uh, that's what makes a lot of those so charming, no matter even like the Frozen ride in Epcot, I think is amazing. I know in the new one that they just got, but like for Fantasyland, I still think it should still be some of the classics. But, but I like what I think what they did with Snow White and Alice in Wonderland are perfect blendings of new tech with the old animatronics. Um, they should kind of do that with Peter Pan, what they did at uh, Magic Kingdom, because in my opinion, that that Peter Pan is is better than the one at Disneyland. Um, but they do got more room there. We don't have that much room to expand unless they close down that store to do that queue. Um, but Pinocchio and uh, Mr. Toad, I think, keep them, but do that kind of modern, just, just uh, updating. But I would like to see those rights stay.
2: Oh yeah, if, if they can add just a little bit more magic to it where they're updating every year to make sure there's the new, absolutely. Keep them instead. But if, another, if you're there
0: you go, another imagineering concept, plusing.
2: <laughs> yeah, we I talked mean but, about
0: weenies, now we're talking about plusing.
2: Yeah. But I also think too though, I mean, uh, who just did the interview and, and said about us? They're talking about Walt and and how nothing was to be the same. So I go back to that all the time. Like, yes, us as fans enjoy that, but if Walt was here today those rides would be revamped, evolved into something new. I mean, heck, Disneyland 1.0 in the first 10 years, about 80% of that was leveled back out for something new. So I... think about the
0: way... Like, yeah, obviously it was going to be because Disneyland was rushed for opening. We know Mm -hmm. that. Like, literally, they were painting... Claude Coates' son, Alan, told me that when he was painting... like it was cardboard and he, the dark rides were cardboard and he was painting everything by hand with cardboard just days before the park opened. Like obviously that that's going to change. We have technology, we have changes in uh, graphic design and changes in techniques and in artistry. Those things are going to change over time. But for me, I want to see the classic concepts still there. I want to see the things that were Walt's vision still being represented in the parks. And that's because I'm a Walt Pierce. And yes, I know Walt said that Disneyland is ever changing, but I still want to see those original concepts being represented in some way, shape or form. I don't want it to be completely erased because it's history.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I I, I agree with that as well. I a hundred percent, but if, but at the same time, if they were to change it, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to be mad about it, especially because the one thing I did enjoy, not that I don't enjoy the whole park, obviously Splash being changed. I mean, at this point now, I'm like, well, it's almost like having that hoarder syndrome. Once you get rid of something, and all of a sudden there's that rush of, well, let's get rid of all of it. Like losing Splash, I kind of like, you know what? Then let's see what else you guys can do. If this was two years ago before Splash was announced to close, I'd be on the exact same page. Don't change nothing. But now I'm like, well, let's see what else you guys can do
3: uh well before we end this uh this news with a uh, um the uh tianas uh this is obviously that these photos are the first in a long line of uh content we're going to get for this attraction at both parks d23 is just coming up this summer then you know then in, in the year so we're going to see plenty more stuff but uh do you guys i don't know if it's actually been announced yet or what but is this going to be kind of like an, an expan- Well, especially, um, I'm just going to go the Disneyland one right now. Uh, is this going to be an expansion of New Orleans or do you think it's going to be another side land that's like a bayou land that's still connected to Critter Country? Because if they keep Critter Country, it's literally just Pooh's Corner, <laughs> technically. So I don't know if this would be New Orleans. And I'll start with you, Lou, since we're the Disneyland people. Then I'll ask the same thing about Florida.
2: So, I think it's going to stay Pooh for a little while. But I think if you don't go to the Bayou and you change Critter Country, you can probably do bring in another attraction. Or, I mean, Pooh is a great ride. I, I think Pooh is a, a, another modern, dark ride that is really well done. But honestly, I think if you're going to go that way, you can bring in another i p and not to see Pooh go by the wayside, but replace Pooh with something else that would fit in there. I don't know what exactly off the top of my head right now, but I think you can use that to revamp credit country and bring in a new land. and I think it should stay a vague land. That's been my issue with a lot of the newer lands is you build yourself into a box. So I hope that they keep it new. I hope they don't go an extension of New Orleans because then. We lose a land to just gain more space. But at the same time, you really have to give that land an identity. And right now, depending on how the ride is, if they use it to where she's a frog, then it fits right into Critter Country. And you mm-hmm. don't have to write the name by you. But if they use it as her as the explorer, their concept art is, then Critter Country is kind of just poo. So I hope they don't extend it, and I hope they don't keep it. But instead, I hope they involve it into like a Critter Country 2.0, where you bring in some more Critter IP or even original stories, and see where it goes from there. I mean, you can play. I mean, it'd be weird, but it'd be interesting to see they can kind of incorporate a Zootopia vibe back there, where now it's where critters and humans connect. Be hard. No, No, I mean, consider the bar has been set so high, but I hope that it's not an extension, and I hope it's a revamp. So. Kind of a long answer for a short question, but oh, no, no, yeah. good
3: stuff, though. Good stuff. Uh, I could see that happening, both of them happening. And then, Sam, what do you think? Like, because th- at in Magic Kingdom, uh, there is no-
0: Frontierland, it's weird. It, I'm yeah, still so- trying to figure out, I haven't looked deep enough into it, but I'm still trying to figure out how exactly they're going to theme it into Frontierland because you already have Big Thunder there, like. A mining railroad does not really work in New Orleans. Yeah. Um. Like,
2: have what? they called New Orleans with you guys though? Because I'm no, curious.
0: But that's the thing. It's called. It they don't have called New Orleans Square. Tiana's bayou Adventure. You do not have railroads going through the Bayou.
2: Like you don't. But uh, adventure can kind of be like on the frontier. I mean, it would Wild sense Wild
0: West. Yeah,
2: is I mean, Frontierland. But so, okay, so I have a question off of that, Joey. Do we think that Disney is unintentionally abandoning the themed land ideas?
3: Oh man, this could be such a episode on its own. But I think they were so quick to just throw this idea out there at the time when it was announced, and it just. They're like, yeah, let's redo Splash Mountain, kind of forgetting that Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom is in Frontierland and a bayou doesn't make sense. But um, like I said, that, that 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 could be another topic for another day. But that was yeah. just something I've been confused about since that the announcement. That is
0: something we can wait and talk about once they... Uh show us what else we're going to get, what more we're going to get or yeah, how they're going to theme it because they could have things in their pockets and pull some slate of hand that we were not thinking about. But as of right now, it does not make sense to me. And I think it's dumb.
3: <laughs> yeah. And you guys have known my biggest argument about splash mountain in the bayou was there's no mountains in the bayou. Then it comes around. It's like, Oh, well there's salt Hills. I'm like, or or whatever, sugar hills, or I forget what the whole thing is.
0: Yeah, but
3: and that my, makes sense. But-
0: one of my favorite things about Magic Kingdom is the land theming. Like yeah. to to the actual pavement that you walk on, it is themed.
3: Yeah, they got so, a poop river going through Frontierland.
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh
3: or Liberty no, Square. No, and- dude,
0: but- Liberty Square through Liberty Square. Yeah. But <laughs> like Frontierland, it's supposed to be like red clay. It's supposed to be like clay road. Like, that's not by you. Yeah. It, so to me, it kind of throws off the theming of the land, and I really hope that they navigate that in a graceful manner because that will be something that I w- that will absolutely make me be turned off to the attraction because if and, it doesn't fit well into the land.
2: And this is where it makes me think: was this more about the IP approach, or was this more imaginering approach? I feel like it be, it went IP first before putting Imagineering into it.
0: One hundred and ten percent.
2: And we're seeing we and we see it with the concept art. Imagineers know what they can and can't do, what will work, what won't work physically, or even imagine it. So for a concept art to come out with the, the boat on there in a tree and then scrap that. I mean, we've seen altercations to certain attractions, but that's very extensive of an altercation. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the early concept art didn't have the water tower, which shows That was a huge 180. And we're seeing it with King Thanos ride, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. So,
3: but like, I'm sure we'll get more, you know, more uh, details in the coming months. Uh, This is just the first tease. uh, Yeah.
0: This is is just our speculation on it. Uh, So, we'll definitely retouch on this topic more on future Extra Magic Hours and probably our live shows as well. So, if you want to talk about it some more, Give us, keep giving us a listen, comment on our live shows, reach out to us on social media, join our Patreon uh, and let us know what you guys think about the theming of what we've seen so far for Tiana's Bayou Adventure and about the lands and how you think it might impact the uh, land systems that
2: we have.
3: Yeah. And check out that 2020 special (laughs) because I still need to check it out. But like I said, apparently that's where this uh, was shared from, so.
2: I'm yeah. waiting for it to come on Disney Plus. I really hope it does. Normally they do, but it's usually about a week or two later. Yeah,
3: that's fine. So, um, next little topic I, I kind of brought up. This is a, a small topic. We we mentioned it before, but uh, um, after Dark events uh, went on sale for Disneyland, the Sweethearts Night and Disney Channel Night. Um, right now, all all the Sweethearts Night have been completely sold out, um, which is, I guess pretty big uh, that i don't know if that one sold out before but uh, there are still a few nights uh, left open for uh disney channel night but um, do
0: courtney and kelly have tickets for the decom night
3: they do yeah
0: of course they do i love them so much for that
3: I yeah love so them. they'll definitely yeah. be covering that and me and courtney also do have tickets for Sweethearts Night. so we're gonna be going to that I'm, I'm, I'm excited it's my first real theme night other than like an adventureland day but that's Oh, I'll tell you, uh, I'll I'll get to this in a second, but uh, so we're actually, we're going to be Disney bounding, but I'll save that for, I don't want to give away what we're doing yet, but it's going to be fun. Okay. But I'm I'm excited for this. The next tickets will probably be uh, Star Wars in the spring and I think a pride night
2: uh, after Star Wars. Which one are you Disney bounding for? Sweethearts. Sweethearts. I'm not doing the Disney channel. He's
0: not he's not going to the DCOM one. Uh I would totally be down for a DCOM one if I was able to be there. That would be like goals. I'm yeah, a DCOM and aren't girl. Are you bringing
3: these to Walt Disney World back as well to share? Well, I don't
0: I not that I've seen, but they could be. I'm uh, okay. not I'm I'm not good at following updates right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but no, I just brought that up because that's the only real news that we had. Um or that that I had to share. There's it's been a, a Wacky news week. Couple kind of slow news week, yeah. Yeah, holidays.
0: Well, slow, slow for parks news.
3: Yeah, um, but let us know if you're going to any of the after dark events. Maybe we'll be going. I think we're going on the eighth of February for Sweethearts, and I forget when they're going for the decom. But but we'll get that information uh, out to you guys. Um, do we want to talk about the Haunted Mansion before we do a getaway? Uh, yeah. Or yeah. All right, cool. So, I'll let uh, Lou lead into this one. Uh, I think he had the story.
2: Yeah. So, uh, there is rumors going on that uh, Haunted Mansion, when it closes this year for um, the Christmas overlay to go back to normal, that it will not be reopening. Obviously, we got the news that a Madame Leota store is coming uh, to the right side. If you're looking at the building, it's on the right side of the building. Between um, Haunted Mansion and Splash, um, or Tiana's body Adventure, and then they are doing the extended line queue. Because Over the last few years, I forget the name of the, the park. What the there's, there's a I think it's, there's a name to it, but they are doing an extension queue. I mean, nine times I'm telling you to, go to the park lines for um, Haunted Mansion are in the uh, the extended one. So. They're doing that, but then also there's rumor, and I don't know how factual this is. I haven't heard or read anything on it, but there are some YouTubers out there really addressing it that the um, track for the Haunted Mansion, the Omni mover, the track is going to be updated to allow ADA ADA guests to enter and exit the ride without interrupting the flow of the ride, um, because as many of us probably know, that go to Disneyland often. You run Haunted Mansion, and there's a very high chance that you are either going half speed at some points or completely stopped. So they are working on making that more reliable. So um, it should be interesting, but there's rumors going around that Haunted Mansion will not reopen until all those are done. And Sam is uh, crying.
0: In the Marvel Tribe chat. David just put trading wop trading cards in. <laughs> Have you guys oh, no. seen them? No. <laughs> we could look at them later. But oh I please can we produce these, Lewis? Please. <laughs> what
2: okay. in the world? <laughs> oh my god.
0: Can you tell which ones are me? <laughs>
2: Um. Yeah. Sorry, audio
3: listeners, we're getting live.
2: We
0: we are getting updates from our chat, and have you seen them, Joey?
3: Oh no, I'm not in that group.
0: Oh, what? (laughs) I'll send them to you. So they're so they're garbage (laughs)
2: universal pixie duster. Um,
0: they are garbage pale kids inspired. Of everyone on the team. And <laughs> I can't wait for you to see yours, Joey.
2: <laughs> why wow, they do that to Joey? Oh, my God. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> Where in the park, though, is pretty rad.
0: It is. I love mine, too. I'm fishing with figment.
2: I'm trying to figure out who this one is. Fishing with figment. Courtney and Kelly. Ah.
0: Blue. Sorry, audio listeners. Uh, We will have to post these on our Patreon if you want to if you want to see them.
2: Uh, But yeah, haunted mansion closed for a year. Uh, Two questions: one, do you think it's true? But two, uh, Sam posed this question earlier. Do you think it when it reopens? If it reopens later on this year, does it reopen with Jack still in the mansion, or does it reopen with uh, Madame Leota and all her crew, the original crew, in there?
3: the hell (laughs) sorry i just saw the photo (laughs) um
2: like a buddha enrique iglesias no i look like fluffy (laughs) yeah but like a buddha version of him That's okay
0: yes i'm oh, sorry sorry i hit the microphone because i was laughing so hard yes i did ask do we think that it opens up like standard most of the year version or do they do we think it's going to open up with the holiday overlay um because it's probably going to open late year at the after halloween so what do you think joey
3: i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it'll still be holiday because you know why take down the decorations then put them back up unless you really need to clear out for the track. But I believe that this will open up at some time during the holidays for sure. So I'd expect it to be since we know Tiana's opens late uh, 2024 as well. Um, And I think uh, not, not only are they doing parts of the queue for the haunted mansion, but they might be working around some of the back stuff since mansion's so close to uh, a splash mountain. So
2: that's what I think. I I don't do like. Maddo- I don't like the man on the other store. If I'm being honest,
3: I don't know if I like the location.
2: That's that's um, where I'm at. I like the idea. I don't like the location.
3: I think because I think the haunted mansion deserves more than a cart
2: it does and and not only that jack deserves to be even closer more closer and have opportunities closer to his attraction than over by pirates so i mean i i I, it does need a store but i do not like the location
3: yeah because the store at uh, magic kingdom is amazing
2: Uh, but i am um, gonna wait to see because i mean yeah it it could be Uh, good i mean we don't know I mean, all stores are better than the Avengers... What do they call it? The Avengers Vault? Oh, geez. The, uh The 12-foot-by-12-foot store, That's not that big.
3: Yeah, they should have stayed at Stage 17. Facts. That, that was a much better store area. Unless they have something planned for that, but...
2: but yeah, I'm curious a... to see how they incorporate... If it's true, how they incorporated ADA uh way to join the ride.
3: And you know what? I would... I, again like like you mentioned before this is all rumor and speculation um this is something i i would like to see be true and it makes sense for it to be closed for so long if they're going to do that so i mean it sucks to lose a a go-to every trip attraction but if they're gonna you know update it make it better they're gonna do the whole thing with the queue i'm all for it um we didn't really get into this uh last last time or even on a the live show but um like we got uh images of the new space mountain and tomorrowland in tokyo and they're closing them both for like three years and it's kind of funny because it's we've we've had so much issues about tomorrowland here they're like oh well we can't close it for too long and you know do all that because we did that they did that back in 98 uh, for the 98 uh a redo but it's like tokyo or a lot of the um asian parks they're like yeah do it it's going to be closed for three years. All right, well, do it. <laughs> you know, so, and I think what they're doing, it, their Space Mountain looks like a mixture of Space Mountain and Tron uh, just on the outside. So, But again, I'm okay if they're going to be updating or making something uh, better or more accessible for others, too. So.
2: Well, that would be nice to ride the attraction without almost knowing that it's going to stop at some point. Yeah. yeah, It exactly. helps the storytelling of the ride. But at the same time, too, I I mean... They did the they did the really extensive closure for Haunted Mansion well. I like too, right before the pandemic, right? Yeah. And I felt like not a lot was updated. So I hope that this, during this downtime, they go in and really add those new touches. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in that ride that needs some updating or even working on. So I hope that this allows them to go in and really brush it up a little bit more.
3: Yeah. As long as they keep the little uh roll-y's, uh candleman in the attic, keep him yeah. there. So because <laughs> that was a beautiful touch.
0: All right, uh, we got any more news we want to talk about?
3: Uh that's all I got. Um let's hop into have... our oh, yeah, sorry. before we get to our sorry, I just cut you off. No, sorry, that's princess.
0: okay. I was trying to jump the gun over here. Go, uh, let's go for it.
3: But before we get to an awesome imagineer feature, let's hear from our sponsor.
0: Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh. I was going to say, okay. let's let's take a Getaway Today break, and then we'll come back with our Imagineering feature.
3: Perfect. Here we go.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to Let's Get to Know, our sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on Earth or travel to Orlando and beyond... They want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park tickets should you buy? Have a last minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has Leeway, peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome getaway today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees and every time you book through getaway today they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area and so far over 4.5 million dollars has been donated so click the link in our show notes to start your disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals tell them what department sent you and until next time Enjoy the view from Walt's apartment.
3: Yay! I love getaway today. They're awesome, and you can't see it on the video, but <laughs> we got me and Sambo got our dancing figments uh, playing.
0: Dirty and Louis the- is throwing. Lewis is muted, but he's throwing his hands in the air like, "What is going on here?" I hate you both.
2: <laughs> oh, didn't get the figment memo?
3: uh that just happened it was spontaneous
0: it was it we because we have bestie brains so that just happens sometimes
2: oh it's like that all right interesting yeah. you and
0: i have you and i have birthday twin no I don't,
2: awesome. I don't want it i don't want to know more
3: <laughs> sonic sonic brains <laughs> but yes we love getaway today uh they're awesome Uh we'll be using them in the future uh, and i believe uh sean say we're efforting talking to uh having them on the live show soon
0: kim yes kim will be joining us uh from getaway today she is fantastic you will see us on our best behavior while she's there
3: (laughs) that's we'll try we'll try uh but what do we got going on sam
0: well i was actually gonna say that uh i was on a tiktok live yesterday and santa came in what? And he said he's got a, a good list, or he's got he's got a naughty list, a nice list, and a, I tried my fucking best list. And he said I was on the I tried my fucking best list. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do for Kim, is try our fucking best. Uh, the show is now explicit. I apologize, but we're going to keep going with it. So I had a very difficult time coming up with Christmas ideas in Imagineering, because there's not tons going on with Imagineering right now as far as them... Like in past years, they've done 12 Days of Imagineering. They've done the paper ornaments that lead up to attractions that are being worked on. They aren't doing anything for us right now <laughs> that is specific to Imagineering. So I have a list of five books that should be on any Imagineer fan, Imagineering fans' Christmas wish list. We're going to talk about yeah. those today. So the first book on the list is Walt Disney Imagineering, a Behind the Dreams look at making more magic real it is a giant coffee table size book and it was written by the imagineers themselves it talks about how they got into imagineering what they do what they do the tools that they use and there's tons of concept art in this book so if you want to see some original concept art the blueprints are in this book it wow. is beautiful number 2 the imagineering field guides If you have not seen them, they are smaller versions of the coffee table book, but each one covers one park. So there's one for each park. And it dives into the very specific Imagineering techniques and features that went into each park written by the Imagineers who worked on those parks. So, and they're small enough to take with you into the park and look for magical moments. So that's a good one. Number three is Mark Davis's Walt Disney's Renaissance Man. So if you're a big fan of Mark Davis's artwork, his animation, um, Imagineering, it was actually um, written by and about Mark Davis and Marty Sklar. Marty Sklar has obviously written other incredible books like dream it, do it. And one little spark, Mickey's 10 commandments and the road to imagineering. We've talked about those on past episodes. So those are other good ones to look at.
3: Uh, um, I got it. This hurts. Cause I was, I, I mentioned stage nine here in Sacramento earlier and they do like a book releases and signings and stuff with the mm-hmm. authors. And I was supposed to go to the, I forget which one of those books, but as uh, Marty's, uh,
0: it was uh, probably it, his most recent one, I think, was Dream and yeah. Do It.
3: So it was that. And it was, you know, he was, you know, meet and greet, signing, you know, the book. And he passed away just before it. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed uh, to. It, it, uh, that hurt. But
0: yeah. Anyways. I'm sorry.
3: Okay.
0: And then number four. Jim Corcus releases tons of Disney books that are fantastic. So Secret Stories of Walt Disney World, Things You Never Knew That You Never Knew. And More Secret Stories of Walt Disney World, More Things You Never Knew You Never Knew. And a good companion to that would be checking out Josh's fun fact books. Josh is one of our hosts here on Walt's Apartment. He's the Disney guy. Um, Check out some of Josh's fun fact books as well. And the last book on the list is The Imagineering Way and The Imagineering Workbook. Uh, They are like the field guides, but they're not about the history of the parks and the attractions. They're about how you can start to put your brain to the test like an Imagineer. So there are exercises that get you to think like an Imagineer and think outside of the box and spark your creativity. I have them. I have the um, Imagineering Way and the workbook or the workout book. Amazing books. Highly recommend for anybody who is um, creative and kind of wants to get those muscles moving in the way that Imagineers did. It talks you through like how they're how they got themselves into the place where they were going to work, what their thought processes were like, how to train your brain to work in that way. So those are incredible books to look out. So those would be my top five Imagineering Christmas wish list books. Have you we guys should, read it? We
3: should, I definitely want to check out some of those, if not all of those for sure uh we should do a post about it on, on,
0: we our, will. on we'll do a on, post, yeah, and I can put up the covers of the books and stuff um we actually probably could do an Amazon affiliate link,
3: yeah, and I, I was just gonna ask, are these all available on Amazon they or be would it, especially, especially all, during the holiday season would it be mm-hmm. better to buy them directly from they
0: are all available on Amazon um Some of them I have bought on eBay, though, because some of them you can get autographed if you look on eBay. They're already autographed uh, and by people who you can no longer get autographs from. So if you're wanting an autographed copy of something, I would check eBay. If not, then go ahead and check on Amazon and just get yourself a copy of the book. Uh, They usually have hardcover and uh, paperback available, and I've gotten a few of them from Amazon, but I will definitely put a post together with links and pictures and what they the books entail, and we'll make it our Christmas wish list for Imagineering lovers.
3: Awesome! Yeah, I'm definitely going to check out some of those. And what what was the last one you you brought up?
0: The Imagineering Workout and the Imagineering Way.
3: Okay, I just wanted to bring those up because uh, I think we're going to end the show with another rumor that we've been going uh, getting about DCA. And it's about uh, the where the beast uh, library just recently closed down and uh, what they has been rumored or kind of loosely mentioned what they're going to do so I'm going to kick it back over to Lou uh, with uh, what's what's been around the kingdom I guess
2: yeah so uh, unfortunately um, if you're listening to this by this time beast library in the animation Acad- at wow I was a butcher of a word animation <laughs> academy uh sorcerer's apprentice workshop the beast library has unfortunately closed down that's now two of the three sorcerer workshops that are gone uh first being ursula's lair which um, closed way probably a while back now way before which it, because it was cool it was a really cool exhibit uh beast has now closed which honestly leaves nothing in the Sorcerer's Apprentice workshop, unfortunately, except for the old um style films. Um, but even those are just remakes. So they're not even like authentic. So, uh, But it's being replaced by something equally as cool, and that's the Imagineer Campus. No details have quite come out of what that exactly is going to be, but there's a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors, and a lot of really big names suggesting that the Blue Sky Cellar, what we commonly see in there, is going to be relocated to the Beast Library and become an imaginary campus. I hope that it's true, but I also hope that if it's true that they are consistently updated, because sometimes the Blue Sky Cellar would sit dormant with projects that are already done. I mean, the I remember when Cars Land was being built, that yeah. project was sitting in there for years after Carsland was already open. So, I, hope I go to Carsland, <laughs> yeah. I hope that now that it's a prominent fixture that, that they realize that fans want to see it, that it stays regularly updated, even if it's just armchair ideas and potentially how they have artists come to Off the Page and Disney Anna. That maybe on select days of the year, you have Imagineers doing photos and meet and greets at that same locations i think that'd be cool but i also think you take down the frozen close-up and you take down the Sorcerer's workshop and make all three stages in imagine your process but yeah imagine your campus is coming to beast library sometime soon
3: and this got me excited because the way they loosely announced this and this will also make sam happy too but it's, it almost looked like this is a way that they might possibly bring figment to California, because um, he was all over the Burbank the studios and Imagineering the day before. Then they mentioned it how it's going to be a workshop and the whole it it, it goes into the whole thing Imagine- of Journey of Your Imagination. Imagine- and then, yeah, so I would love this to be the way they bring Bigman because being a figment fan myself uh, to California, but like you said. If they could do the three levels of imaginary and have be hands-on and not just kitty, like we're the kids, I mean, yeah, we want the kids to be inspired to, you know, that but us adults who are imaginary nerds too, you know, we want to get our hands
2: dirty. Hold on. You take Hollywood land and you make it imagination land, and that is DCA's fantasy land, where you use all things imagination. And Figment is like the host of that land. But then you could also do other imagination ideas and you change Hollywood land to be imagination land.
0: I and have an idea.
2: Fantasy land. I like it.
0: Um, You know how they do like the, the animation experience?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Why not do an Imagineering experience where you get a like half hour class or an hour long class or like, hey, you could even do half a day because people pay for tours. Like you do like a... Three four hour thing where you get an actual class where you get are you given exercises to actually collaborate and work with people to design something and then you get a tour by the Imagineer who's leading it of something that they've worked on in the parks and they can t- talk you through their creative process. Yeah, and it I could think be that's what Loose
3: was kind of saying, but yeah, to do that, but I, I just got a visual of the way they did that the parks uh, experience that d23 is they had the imaginary working on making mini standing in front of the model mm-hmm. as to answering questions they had them in front of the moana statue and the Walt statue answering questions and even the hulk because uh, they had the exoskeleton yeah. of the hulk uh,
2: but
0: copy. i mean like having them teach a class
3: oh no yeah then having that as an even like you said an extra charge or something but
0: yeah like you get to you get to pay for a class like, like you would for like keys of the kingdom type of tour yeah. you're playing for an Imagineering class for a couple hours and then you get to go into the parks with that Imagineer and see something that they've worked on.
3: And you get an, instead of a pin, you get an Imagineering hard hat that they wear. Cause those are awesome. I like Lou's idea too, making that imaginary Im- imagination land as part of these. For sure. Management. And you can create, awesome.
0: you can create, um, experiences for kids to manipulate things and like just get their hands dirty and build and, uh, give them an opportunity to bring their imagination it, to life.
2: Imagine a figment, uh, but journey through imagination, but you don't do a ride. Imagine a journey through imagination show with figment. And I'm blanking his name right now. Dream,
3: um, Dream, finder. Dream finder. Dream finder.
2: Imagine that. Or I mean, I love Magic. I really do. I think it's a really great show. The, the, the quality of the video needs to be upgraded. It looks like PlayStation one graphics. But you use that 4D theater and, or the, the Hyperion, but the 4D theater makes more sense. You bring a Dreamfinder and Figment show to DCA and just start slowly sprinkling it in. I think that'd be really rad. Yeah,
0: one hundred anim-
3: Yeah, and it keeps the animation building intact too because I love the the drawings. I love the 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 room with all the uh, movie. Uh, B BTS and music and everything and um, I
2: dude, that that sounds amazing. I I would love that.
0: Hey, yo, Imagineering, call us.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I get everyone's trying to say that Marvel's expanding. And Marvel, if you look at the map, there's so much more room behind Guardians and that facade building. Yeah. Give DCA a fantasy land style land, but it's something more. Pixar, I mean, you have imag- imagination land, and what is it? Uh, inside Out. Yeah. You, vague, you vaguely theme it around that, where it's not necessarily that imagination land, but you can fit other dark rides, Monsters Inc. in there. I mean, you can do an Inside Out dark attraction where it's all imagination. I like it.
3: I like it. Dang, that sounds so cool, man. I, I could like, I I could literally visualize what you're saying, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh I don't know that that I think that's a high note to, to end on, unless you guys got anything else. It sounds or... like
0: we we've had a kick ass show.
2: Yeah. So awesome. I, I love you guys. About- I, lo- I, I love I love you too.
0: guys. I love you, Lewis.
2: Appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> See how you trying to work that in there? It was clean. I'll give me an A for effort.
3: All right. Well, I tried, but <laughs> But no, that. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode of Extra Magic Hour. We will be back, uh, maybe in two weeks. We'll see what's going on. It is holiday season, but uh, we got some ideas uh, popping up. But uh, check us
0: out on our live show Wednesday night, seven thirty Disneyland time, nine thirty Walt Disney World time. And that's about that all we've got for tonight. Yeah.
3: And I know we got. Lou has got some something brewing, most likely for Undisputed next week, possibly. Or I do We've got some
0: I, extra Magic Hour content coming out nightly for the next couple weeks too. So
2: extra Magic Hour or or
0: Marvel? No, I sorry, Marvel Tribe. Did I say extra Magic Hour. I <laughs> meant to say Marvel extra Tribe. Maddler.
2: So we got more extra Magic
3: Hour.
0: No, Marvel apparently
2: Tribe. we got. uh Podcast host cards coming out. Soon. Oh yeah,
0: we've got garbage fail kids host uh, cards if coming we, out.
2: If we can get those in a flat image, we can make that happen.
3: <laughs> awesome. Well, stay tuned, everybody. We got some good stuff coming up, and uh, uh, hope you all have a Merry Christmas and uh, have a happy holidays, and we'll see you guys real soon. Uh, good night.
0: Do we have Thanks. the exit music? <laughs>